Hello, welcome to the Joshua Generation Sermon of the Week. I hope and pray that you will be blessed as you listen to this sermon and encounter God in a new way. God bless you. As we can and we will be out of your way. First Chronicles chapter 18, verse 3 to 1, if we can have it in the New King James Version. First Chronicles 18, verse 1 to 3. Bible says, after this it came to pass, so after God's covenant with David and David's prayer to God, uh, God begins to now give him victory uh, with Israel. So it says, after this it came to pass that David attacked the Philistines, subdued them and took Gath in and its towns from the hand of the Philistines. Then he defeated Moab and the Moabites became David's servants and brought tribute. And David defeated Hadadezer, king of Zobah, as far as Hamath. As he went to establish his power or his dominion by the river Euphrates. As he went to establish his power or his dominion by the river Euphrates. I want to speak to you briefly this afternoon, established in dominion. Established in dominion. The Bible from Genesis will reveal to us God's mind for you and I, which is that we must walk in dominion and power. It says in Genesis chapter number 1 verse 28, when God created man, uh, male and female in his image, then it says, and he blessed them. And he says, be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion. So right from the beginning of God's agenda for man, God desires that you and I can walk in dominion and power. You are designed, programmed, wired, configured for dominion and power. And that is why, as a people, we often struggle with mediocrity. That is why, as a people, we often struggle with accepting things that are less than our expectations. Because it's in us, it's inbuilt within us to desire greatness. Because that's what we were designed for. Anytime you get a sense or an awakening of what God truly designed you for, you'll find that you will only be attracted to those things. And anything that speaks less of what you sense God's call for your life is will repel you or you will not be attracted to it at all. So God's mind for you is for dominion. God's mind for you is that you may operate in power. But you see, the unfortunate thing is that whilst that's God's plan and purpose or mind for you, unfortunately not everybody operates in that space. Not everybody's life right now is optimally operating in dominion and power. There are certain things that are hindering you, certain things that are making your life fall short of walking in that power and dominion that God designed for you. And those are some of the things we want to address this afternoon with you. And my prayer is that after today, your life will take a new level of dominion and power in Jesus' name. But you need to understand, beloved, that 
you cannot establish or you cannot be established in something that you are not clear about you cannot be established in something that you are not clear about and that is the reason why a lot of us are not operating in our space of dominion and power because we don't actually first of all know what it is we don't know what walking in dominion and power looks like for you or for the person next to you and so until we have explicitly defined what is dominion and power for me we cannot operate in it and i want you to know that each one of us has got a specific to our dominion and power what is dominion and power for pastor ben is different for dominion and power for mr mwale here is different for dominion and power from Mrs. Mrs. Muteta there. So everybody of us is designed for dominion and power generally, but there are specifics to what Brother Jack, who become a man of dominion and power in, is different uh, to anybody else. And so as an individual, you need to come into that space of awareness and clarity about what your dominion and power looks like. So it says of David in First Chronicles chapter number uh, uh, 18 verse uh, 3 there that after he defeated the Philistines, there were Moabites and all of those. It says as he went to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. As he went to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. In other words, David had a clear sense of direction in as far as his dominion and power was concerned. He was going to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. And so when you understand where you must establish your dominion, it gives you focus. When you understand where you must establish your dominion, it gives you focus. And most of the times, this is the challenge that our generation has to deal with. Uh, if there's anything that our generation struggles with is this element of focus this element of being stayed on something specific being stayed on something that is clear that I am called for this and I'm going to work it until it produces for me we have a generation that wants fast results a generation that is looking for quick means to get the things done and focus is not so much our strength as a generation literally uh, if you look at your life and even just on a daily basis how your life operates uh, focus is a struggle uh, if for anything even with the technology around us as much as it is good it has actually challenged uh, part of what uh, could help us become a focused people I, I always like to, to share this very basic illustration about how people struggle with focus. If, if there are people that love their gadgets, it is this generation. And you find somebody who pick their phone and the reason why they are picking their phone is to look at the time. You know, you want to check the time, you don't have a wristwatch. What you do, you pick your phone. How long does it take you to know the time on your phone? few seconds right but you find that you pick your phone and the moment you look at the screen there's an app there an icon and it will show you something red or whatever that there's a message 
Okay? So the moment you, your, your screen comes on, the first thing you notice is that red alert that tells you with one of the apps you have on your phone, there is a message. So your mind is programmed to click on it to know what is the message. So you click on it and go to uh, Facebook and it will tell you uh, so-and-so has posted a new photo. And uh, your idea will be, oh, okay, let me just look at the photo to see what kind of photo they've posted. So you go to the photo update and you see the photo and you notice there's a comment. Oh, ah, this, this photo is good. Ah, but this one has commented something bad. No, how can they say this? No, let me correct this. And you begin to type a comment to reply to that person. And before you know it, uh, you see another comment and you want to like or comment on it as well. Then you decide, okay, I've commented, I've liked the photo. Let me go back and uh, do what I wanted to do. As you are going back, coming out of that post, you come back to your timeline and find somebody has posted a photo of their engagement uh, and they are showing their ring and your mind goes, ah, and you like that. And you begin to, uh, maybe they've posted 15 photos. Uh, no, not 15, women post what, 45, 50. Okay, yeah, 50 photos. So they've posted 50 photos. So you look at the first one, but now it tells you they are, 40-something more photos to look at. So you begin to scroll through the photos. And beyond just appreciating that this person has been engaged, uh, you are looking at the dress they were wearing. Uh, was that the best dress to wear for an engagement? How did she do her nails? How is the ring blending with the nails? You become a nails analyst. What did you pick up your phone to do? To check time. And what has happened? 30 minutes you are on your phone you have spent 30 minutes to do a two seconds job it takes you two seconds to glance at your phone and see the time but you have spent 30 minutes trying to do two seconds job and you still haven't done it how many relate to that yeah just be honest I mean, me pastor I struggle with that when my, my phone is in control of me so that shows you the kind of generation we're in, that things around us are programmed to rob our time without us realizing. Now, that 30 minutes looks innocent, but cumulatively in a week, that's a lot of time. Cumulatively in a month, that's a lot of time. Cumulatively in a year, that's a lot of time you could have used to do so much to improve your life to push your life, to get your life to a different place altogether. That is why you need to buy unlocking your productivity because it will teach you how to be intentional about doing things that are productive, being intentional about investing your energy in the places that will give you the greatest results. So if you're going to be established in your dominion, one of the things you must master is the discipline of focus to know what matters in your life and know that anything else that does not take you further to where God wants you to go is irrelevant for your life. So David was very clear. He was going to establish his dominion at the river Euphrates. 
Today's generation is everywhere. We want to be in every place. There is what they call formal fear of missing out. You know, so fear of missing out is that everybody today is a not even a citizen journalist because citizen journalists have got a specific way they do citizen journalism. But everybody is a fake journalist today that we want to be the first ones to break the news. We want to be the first ones to announce that this is happening and you are part of it. So if there's anything trending and you don't seem to be part of it, there is this fear of missing out. And so everybody wants to be part of whatever is trending. But if you're going to be established in your dominion, you need to be clear. Where do I need to be? Let me tell you, not every meeting is your meeting. Amen? Not every meeting is your meeting. I have seen one of the struggles with our youths is you want to attend every meeting. And sometimes I'm asking them myself, what didn't you get in the other meeting that you are getting in this meeting? And I'll be honest with you, most of the times, people that I have noticed are freelance meeting attenders don't actually even make good progress in life. They just jump from one meeting to another, one meeting to another. But when you look at how much they are maximizing what they are getting to push their life, very little. So as a person that is building your life to establish dominion, one of the things you need to do is know where you must be planted, where you must associate, where you must be. One of the things that even shocks me is some of our youth, you find them in strange meetings. Strange meetings. You even know that this one, afterwards it's a deliverance case. By the time they are coming back from this meeting, they have collected all kinds of things. And now they are giving you a job. So we now have to begin to do deliverance on you because of your appetite of meetings. Basic things, I was telling one of the leaders, easy way to know ministry protocols, one of the easiest ways to build your ministry identity and, and where you must relate in ministry. Just simply look at where your father is relating. Simple. It's as simple as that. I have so many invitations to speak in all kinds of places. One of the easiest criteria for me is I just look at where is Bishop relating. That's where I relate. If Bishop is not relating there, I am hesitant. Because I know that there are things my father knows that I don't know. So I have received invitations. There's a time I actually received an invitation. I met this guy, told me he was a youth pastor for this particular church, and they were trying to get me to go and speak at their conference, sent an invitation, as I always do. Whenever I receive an invitation, I give it to Bishop. I said, Bishop, there's this invitation, permission to go. So he got the invitation, looked at it, he said, ah, which one is this? I said, I also don't know. He says, okay, give me some time, let me find out. So he called in his network and said, ah, who knows this person? Then there was nobody answering. So he said, ah, hold on. It's like nobody knows this person. We need to be clear. So until somebody, you know, introduced us, oh, no, this, the pastor for this is that one and that one, and they are submitted to this and they are part of this accountability system. Then he tells me, okay, you can go. And I'll tell you, there are meetings. He has told me this one, you can't go. 
but you. You have an appetite for a poster. Any poster you see, you want to be there. As if you have an anointing for just, you know, you're attracted to posters. You need to have a sense of destiny and know where you must feed from. Not every table is set for you. Tell your neighbor that. Not every table is set for you. Because you go collect things. I was seeing there's a guy that, you know, did something in one of the branch churches, left, you know, said all kinds of things about Bishop, broke out, went and started his own ministry out of rebellion, and then he invited a speaker. And I was seeing our youths there at the fire. Which one? Fire of rebellion. But you see, they just went because they saw a poster. But me, who is sitting on the other side, I'm seeing and know exactly what the foundation of this ministry is, how it was established, what spirit is behind it. And then I'm seeing my youth pretending to be enjoying And my heart is like, I wish they knew what I know. That's why I always tell leaders, don't just show up for things. You have to be accountable. And if you're not sure, ask your pastors. Call Pastor Jonathan, call Pastor Joel, ask them, what do you think about this? Is this a safe place to go to? Is this a good meeting to attend? Because there are things your pastor knows that you don't know. So if you just decide to show up anywhere, you end up messing the very destiny that you're supposed to be building. I like that you're quiet. It means there are a lot of people that need this weight. So after today, be established in your place of dominion. Being established means fixed in position. To be settled, to be firm, knowing exactly where you must be to experience your dominion. If you are going to establish or be established in your dominion, you need to eliminate what stands in your way to establishing dominion. If you are going to be established in dominion, the first thing you need to do is eliminate what stands in your way from establishing dominion. And this is exactly what we see David do here. It says, and after this, David went and defeated the Philistines, attacked the Philistines, subdued them, took Gath and its towns from the hand of the Philistines. Then he defeated the Moabites, or the, the Moab, and the Moabites became David's servants and brought tribute. And he defeated Hadazah, Hadadeza, king of Soba. So David's focus was to establish dominion by the river Euphrates. But before he could get to the river Euphrates, he had to eliminate what was standing in his way to that dominion. Listen, there are things that are standing in your way to your dominion. Before you can be established in your dominion, you must conquer those things. You must eliminate and you know, get rid of every form of distraction or position that is standing in your way to dominion. Some of you, it is not even the devil attacking you. It is just your lack of discipline. You are not living a disciplined life. That is why your dominion is undermined. 
Locked on the inside of you is greatness, but your life lacks discipline. You want to pray today and then go three days doing all kinds of things. And then show up after three days that you want to be on fire. Which one? If you are going to walk in dominion, you need a consistency of discipline to do the things that will birth you in your dominion. But the challenge is we want to do it when it is convenient. David continued to eliminate whatever was standing in his way to dominion. He defeated the Philistines. He defeated the Moabites. He defeated King Hadadazah. What is it that is standing in your way to dominion? May God give you the strength today to begin to fight everything that is opposing your dominion and I pray that you will be established in your dominion in the name of Jesus. The same way that David conquered his distractions, you must conquer your distractions. Some of you, the distractions that are hindering or harboring your dominion is the relationship you are in. The people you are surrounded with, they could be the very factor that undermines the capacity in you to be established in your dominion. You could have been so further ahead than where you are today, but for the people you are hanging around with. You could have become so much more than who you are today, but for the people you are hanging around with. And if you can only just but eliminate and deal with some of those, you will be established in your dominion. You will know who you must associate with and for what purpose. Everybody that comes in your life must come in your life with a clear purpose. It is not just enough to say, how did you meet? Ah, I was bored, so we met. Ah, Daiwe. Is that the reason why? You must connect your destiny to someone just because you were bored. No, because when we, when we got in class, we were the first two to arrive. So we became friends. Can that be the basis of building your destiny? Just because you were the first ones to arrive in a class. There has to be more. Look at your neighbor for me, tell them there has to be more. Yeah, it sounds funny, but a lot of you today, if you went and checked what was the foundation of your friendship it's you'll be surprised you even you even shock yourself that it's useless how did we become friends you know jack go and ask go and list your friends and then ask how did we become friends with this one how 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 and then begin to eliminate those that ah this one is useless just because both of you are part of the 2.8 is not reason enough to be friends no, we are the 2.8. There's more to life and destiny that must form the criteria for why someone is your friend. And I pray that God will give you the grace, the wisdom, and the discernment to locate the right relationships in your life that will establish you in dominion and power. Youth chairperson, Cover Bread of Life 2006. I take up the position. And the pastor tells me in Lusaka at the head office, they have appointed a new youth pastor. And I tell the branch pastor, I would like to do a youth conference. So 
Here are the list of speakers I have. I didn't even know that there was a new youth pastor in Osaka. So then he tells me, oh, there's a new youth pastor in Osaka. Can you get in touch with him, appoint, uh, contact him, and invite him to be one of the speakers? So I called Pastor Oscar Mumba then, invited him to our conference. The man came, arrived in a sports attire. When I went to pick him, I looked at him. I asked myself, did I invite a PE teacher or a man of God? And I wasn't sure what to expect. Then we went for the first session. And the man got the mic and began to preach the word. I have never heard the word preached like that before. I said, my goodness, look what is coming out of the PE teacher. And there was fire in the house. And my spirit fell in love with him. I just began to say, this is my man. Third session, fourth session. By the time he was doing the last session, I told God, I love this man. And God answered and said, this is the man for your next level. Follow him. The moment God said that, the man was preaching, stopped preaching, came, walked towards me, hugged me, and said, I release seven times of the grace I have upon me on your life. And I knew this is a destiny relationship. Walked the journey with him 12 years after 12 years took over from him. My taking over from Reverend Oscar didn't happen 12 years later. It happened the first day we met. That's how destiny relationships operate. Now you, your relationship, you can't even define, you don't even remember what happened when you started becoming friends. Why are you friends? Ah, we're just friends. We are from the same hood. <laughs> no wonder you are still in the same hood because you are from the same hood. If you are using destiny to choose friends, you would have moved to another hood. For the sake of where God is taking you, go and do an audit of your friendships. Go and do an audit of your relationships and begin to eliminate who does not have what it takes for you to be established in dominion and power. And who do you need to get you to the place where you must be? Some of you, the people that you need are not yet so close to you. You need to begin to pursue them. That's the last thing I want to tell you. If you're going to be established in dominion, you must pursue the things that establish dominion. And David pursued his dominion to be established by the river friends. He just didn't sit and called it forth. I call forth my dominion from the north, from the east, from the west. Come forth. He pursued it and established it as God had promised him. So you, my friend, are not where you are supposed to be because the things that are supposed to establish you where you must be, you are not pursuing them. You must have a hunger to identify what is it that establishes dominion. Who are the men and the women in my life that God is going to use to 
to establish me in my place of dominion and begin to pursue them. You must find yourself where they are. Find your space in their life. Do what you are seeing them do. One of the things that establishes is the word of God. It says in John chapter number 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Without him nothing was made. Everything that is was made because of the word. So God couldn't establish anything until there was the word. It was the word that caused establishment. If you want to be established in dominion and power, you must be a man and a woman of the word. Don't read the word casually because that is where the instructions for you to operate in dominion lies. Lift up your right hand and say, Oh Lord, give me a greater passion for your words that I may be established in dominion. Lift it one more time. Say, Oh Lord, give me a greater passion for your words that I may be established in dominion. You can't be established in dominion without the word. Where the word is established, power abounds. So without the word, there is no power. Without the word, there is no sense of direction. Quickly, you must pursue prayer in order to be established in dominion. It says in Matthew chapter number 6, verse 10, when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, when you pray, you will say, Thy kingdom come as it is in heaven on earth. In other words, let your dominion as it is in heaven be established here on earth. Prayer is the means by which God's purposes are established. Prayer is the means by which destinies are established. You can't encounter dominion without prayer. So you, my friend, are going to pray like never before. For the sake of your being established in dominion. If you are going to arrive where God intends for you to be. I can tell you right now. There's a desire in your heart to be great. A desire to reign in your domain. To reign in your area of influence. It will take I walked into bread of life. The 
this is my place of establishment. If I'm going to go far in life, the grace is here. If I'm going to become something worth it, I must be established here. And from that time, it has never been the same. So you can't just come in, sit at the back there, walk out, show up when you want. You must make up your mind. This is my place of establishment. I'm going to show up at Bread of Life and be extraordinary. I will save, I'll hear the word, I'll pray, I'll give, I'll be passionate about everything that concerns the vision and the mandate of the church and the kingdom. And watch your life begin to take shape. Watch your life begin to ascend into its place of dominion. I can tell you, for what you must become, it is already here. For who you must be, it is already here. You just need to become aware, conscious, and open your eyes to see, where is my place in this mandate? Where is my place in this vision? Find your space. Begin to serve. Begin to connect. Begin to build relationships. Make yourself available like never before. When there's a program, show up. And before you know it, your life will begin to be established in dominion. Brothers and sisters, where you are is not enough. There is more. And I pray today that by reason of this word, a number of you will be challenged to rearrange your life and be established in your true place of dominion. Enough is enough of walking a powerless life. Enough is enough of living an average life, an ordinary life. You were designed for more. God has far much greater loaded on the inside of you than what we have seen so far. But you must make up your mind and say, I will be purposeful in what I do, who I relate with, where I am found, so that my life can be rooted established in the place that will give me my dominion. David knew he was going to establish his dominion by the river in France. And he pursued it. You can't come today and want to come after one month, show up when you want, when it's convenient, and then expect to walk in your dominion. It's not going to work like that. Any man, woman you see walk in dominion, they have invested consistency in the things they do. You may not see results today, but keep working on it. You may not be recognized now, but keep working on it faithfully. And in due season, God will begin to lift you up. Stand on your feet and we'll pray. If you are in dominion, even your clapping would have been better by now. See, you needed this weight. You're still suspicious of yourself. Am I the one or there's another? Is God calling me or is calling my neighbor or the one behind me? Lift your hands to the Lord right now. And I want you from the depth of your heart to begin to ask the Lord to establish you in your place of dominion. I will not tell you how to pray it. I want it to come from your heart. 
you know where you desire to be. You know where you desire to reign. The giftings, the strength that God has wired you with. You know where it must reign. Some of you, it's in the marketplace. It's in the technology sector. It's in the business sector. That is your space that God has prepared for you to occupy. I want you to begin to pray. Father, establish me in my place of dominion. Could you lift your voice right now and begin to pray from the depth of your heart. Begin to pray. Father, establish me in my place of dominion. Establish me where I am meant and designed to reign. In the name of Jesus, I need you to just pray that. Don't worry about your neighbor hearing what you're praying about. If you mean business with destiny, you open your mouth and just pray. You will not care. Ah, the neighbor will hear me. You know that me, I'm supposed to be reigning. I'm supposed to be walking in dominion. My life is limited. My life is not where it's supposed to be. I am not maximizing the full capacity of what God has designed me for. Father establish me in my place of dominion. Cause me to be aware of the things I must eliminate that are standing in my way of dominion. Cause me to pursue the things I must pursue that will establish me in my place of dominion. Give me the patience, the, the submission to leadership, to the people around me that have got a key to my next level, that have got a key to my next door opportunity. Grant that I'll submit under them. Grant that I'll be obedient to the instructions of the Holy Spirit concerning my path to dominion. Father, give me victory over every enemy that is standing in my way of dominion. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray today and give you thanks that we are a generation called to reign, a generation called for dominion and power. Thank you, Father, for gift and the life of your man servant, our general overseer, Dr. Joseph Baker. Thank you for his passion and his heart for the youth of bread of life and the youth of Zambia. We thank you for his word, his burden towards us, even concerning the book he's released and working productivity. We pray that by the prophetic utterances that we are the Joshua generation, they that are taking over, they that are meant to reign in various spheres of dominion. Father, we pray for grace to ascend into our spaces of dominion. We pray for open doors that will ascend in our spaces of dominion. Grant, O oh God, that in this season, you cause us to be victorious over every enemy that is standing in our way to our dominion. And I pray for every young person in this room right now and those watching online. And Father, by your divine grace, establish us in our space of dominion. Give us wisdom to know where we must be. Give us wisdom to know where we must relate. That we will not be distracted by the many voices around us, but be focused and rooted in the place you have called us. In the assignment you have called us and maximize it 
for our dominion. We give you thanks and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. We pray that you are blessed. We hope that you can join us for the next episode. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joshua Generation BLCI.